Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My text is taken from the Gospel according to Luke chapter 9, and my read is from the King James Version, verse 21 to 26, and I read, And he straightly charged them and commanded them to tell no man that thing, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. For what is a man advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and his father's and of the holy angels. So this is Jesus admonishing his disciples. This caution came off the back of the things Jesus must to suffer before his crucifixion. And he went on to say in verse 22, the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and the chief priests and scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. So the madman and tetrarch at the time, Herod, heard of the good works Jesus was performing. Jesus was performing signs, wonders, and miracles. Obviously, he was jealous. He was, Jesus was healing the sick, raising the dead, setting captives free. Uh, Jesus was causing the blind to see, the deaf to hear, the dumb to speak. So bad-minded Herod had an issue with it. And in Luke chapter 9, 7, the Bible let us know how Herod was boasting. Literally, um, he was puzzled when he heard about Jesus. He asked, who is this? And he profusely refuted didn't I give order for John the Baptist, to, for John to be beheaded? Verse 7. Verse 7 to 9. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done by him, him meaning Jesus, and he was perplexed because that it was said of some that John was risen from the dead, and of some that Elias had appeared, and of others, that one of the old prophets was risen again. And Herod said, John have I beheaded, but who is this, of whom I hear such things? And he desired to see him. So Jesus made a crucial statement off the back of the above. And, um, and um, in verse 23, Jesus said to his disciples, the Bible said, and he said to them all, 
If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. So children of God, I am going to use verse 23 to begin my teaching. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. I repeat, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So here Jesus is speaking and he puts a few stipulations in place to anyone who desires to follow him and listed the orders, um, the order like this. He said, if you desire to follow me, children of God, and if you notice, he said, if any man, if any man, if any man, if you desire to follow him, you have to first deny, he said, first deny himself. Now, this deny Jesus is requesting you this condition is the Hebrew word called amits, A-M-M-I-T-S, but it's pronounced A-M-M-E-E-T-S, amits. And the Hebrew says amits is someone who is strong. So this is the Hebrew word for deny, yes? Hebrew said, the Hebrew word for deny is amitz, and amitz is someone who is strong, abstract in strength, courageous, and mighty. Further to this, this kind of deny or amitz, the person has to be alert, physically on the foot, with mental courage. This kind of deny must be confirmed, be courageous, and full of courage, steadfastly minded, strong, established, and fortified. This amidst must be strong plus stronger, harden, increase, and prevail. Make strong and strengthened in the inner man, obstinate and speed. So Jesus said, if you and I desire to follow him, we must first show the Hebrew kind and quality credentials a meet to start the, the relationship. So what are the qualities to start the Amit's relationship? Someone who is strong and abstract in strength. Someone who is courageous and mighty. The type of Amit that is physically alert on the foot with mental courage. The type of Deny must be confirmed, be courageous, full of courage. The Amit that is steadfastly minded, strong, established, hardened, increase, prevail, make strong and, and strengthened in the inner man, obstinate and speed. But Pastor Sandra, no one starts the journey holding these qualities. And you are right. Give me a chance to explain the teaching. The teaching is not finished yet, children of God. We're only at condition number one. So the second requirement to the request, Jesus said, he, he, he said, he, he, we should, or the man or the woman, 
we should take up his cross daily and follow him. Let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow him. So children of God, what is a cross? What does he mean by that? We have heard of the cross for a long time. We may be familiar with the cross already. We've heard about it. But what is the cross? The meaning of the cross is the breaking of the outer man. And I repeat, the meaning of the cross is the breaking of the outer man. The, the cross puts the outer man to death and breaks open its shell. And I will explain shell later down in the teaching. So the meaning of the cross is the breaking of the outer man. The cross destroys everything of the outer man. It destroys our opinions. That's the outer man, the old us. It destroys our opinions. The meaning of the cross is the destruction of our methods, our wisdom, our self-love, and everything that is man-made. Once the outer man is broken, once the outer man is destroyed, the outer man is also called the shell. Yeah, The meaning of the cross is the breaking of the shell. So once the outer man is broken, it releases the inner man. When the inner man is, and the inner man released, it's, it's your spirit, it's our spirit, and I'm going to go into that soon. When the inner man is released, the spirit is able to function. And the way before us is very clear. There is no struggle when the spirit is released. Once our outer man is broken, it becomes easy to release our spirit. How does it manifest itself though, Pastor Sandra? How does it work? I'll explain to you. For example, the brother has a good mind. Those who know him acknowledge this. He's, but he's got some issues about him. He's arrogant. He's strong. He's puffed up. He's aggressive. Remember, he's a born-again Christian I'm talking about now. But he has all these issues about him. He's strong. He's arrogant. He's puffed up. He's aggressive. He's full of pride. His emotions are reserved and deep. Yet, when we meet him, as soon as he opens his mouth, we realize something has happened to him. So you won't know the, 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 the new him until he opens his mouth. Yes, when he opens his mouth, that will tell you who is a Christian or who is a born-again Christian. Because you can tell the, the, the minute they, opens, they, they open their mouth. So this brother that I just described to you, when we meet him and he opens his mouth, we realize something has happened to him. What has happened to him? We immediately can touch his spirit. We immediately can touch the pureness of his spirit. Why? Because he's broken. 
And broken just simply means the release of his spirit. His spirit is broken. We no longer touch his arrogance. We no longer see his, the display of his arrogance. We no longer see his impatience. We no longer see the part where he's puffed up and proud. And his, speak, and his speech puffed up and proud. We no longer see his emotions that he's reserved and deep. Why? The cross destroys everything of the outer man, the old man. It destroys his opinions. The cross destroys all the unnecessaries, the hindrances that comes in the way of ministry. The, the cross destroy our method, his methods, his wisdom, his arrogance, his puffed upness, his pride, his self-love. Everything that you and I could see that was man-made. So once the outer man is broken, the inner man is released to take his rightful place. And that is what is needed in the body of Christ, children of God. That is what is needed in you and I. That the outer man need to be broken. It need to go back to the cross. So that the inner man is released to take his rightful place. Who is the inner man? This is the bit that I said I'm going to explain with you. Who is the inner man? The inner man is the spirit part of man. The spirit part that communicates with God. The spirit part that is born again, the Nicodemus um, um, story, uh, you and I know um, the Nicodemus story when he came to Jesus and said, how can I be born again? Jesus said, you have to be born by the water and the spirit. This is what, what Jesus meant. He said, it's the inner part, the inner man, the inner part is the spirit man that needs to be born again. The spirit part is the part that communicates with God. The spirit part um, um, is the part that receives eternal life. The part that worships with God. The part where the Bible says God is a spirit. And let him that worship, worship me in spirit and in truth. He, he was referring to the spirit part of man. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. And the spirit part of the inner man, or the inner man is called as well, of man, is where the Holy Spirit lives and dwells and reigns. So when you're asking Jesus to come in, that is the part that Jesus will come in and live and dwell and reign in your heart, which is a covering of your spirit. So once the outer man is broken and destroyed, and dismantled and disorganized and scattered and away with it, the inner man will come and release himself, his totality, his entirety, his nothingness in you, live in you and die and perform his work and live his life in us and to perform effective ministry through us. The inner man or the Holy Spirit is able to function properly and have his way, his full way. He is able to maneuver. He is able to reign fully in us. He is able to live his life 
in us. So when the Holy Spirit has his way in us, the way before us is very clear. Indeed, there is no struggle. You, you don't have to go in somebody's lane. You just remain in your lane and wait upon him. So Jesus said, if you desire to follow me, you have to first amit. You have to show the amit, the Hebrew kind of qualities. What are they? Someone who is strong and abstract and in strength. Someone who is courageous and mighty. This type of, of denial has to be alert physically on the foot with mental courage. Amen. Someone who is courageous and full of courage, steadfast minded, strong, established and fortified, hard, hardened, increase, prevail. Amen. In the inner man, obstinate and speed. So these qualities are achievable when you and I give opportunity to the Holy Spirit to destroy our outer man, our old man, or the old woman, and break our shell on the cross. Amen. And Father God, I pray, as your children listen to this teaching, they will take responsibility of our lives, of their lives, and answer to the request from Jesus. If any man desire to come after me, he must come into full surrender of the cross. Take up his cross, deny himself, take up his, the cross daily and follow me. And I pray, Papa God, that this request, Father God, will be, this request, this surrender, will be granted to your children as they listen to this cup podcast. I pray for complete surrender to this teaching in Jesus' name. And Pastor Sandra is going to stop here for today. And um, God bless you. And um, I'll come back to you again next week. God bless you. Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So I'm going to complete the teaching that I started on this subject. So my text is taken from the Gospel according to Luke chapter 9 from the King James Version, verse 21 to 26. But my read is from verse 21 to 23, and I read. And he straightly charged them and commanded them to tell no man that thing, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. I repeat, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. And I gave the definition in Hebrew origin on the word 
deny in my lesson um, last week. And I announced to children of God last week that amitz is the Hebrew word Jesus is asking for to begin the journey with him. Amitz is the quality Jesus is requesting in the person that the person must have or the person, if the person is to take up his pursuit of the cross and follow him. So the Hebrew word amitz is someone who is, and I'm going over this for you again, in, for the benefit of those who were not able to listen to the teaching last week. The Hebrew word amitz is someone who is strong, abstract in strength, courageous and mighty. Amitz or deny has to be alert physically, mentally, and courageous on the foot, confirm and full of courage, steadfastly minded, strong, established, and fortified, must be strong and stronger at the same time, harden, increase, prevail, make strong and strengthened in the inner self, obstinate and speed. So Jesus said, if you and I desire to follow him, we must first show the Hebrew qualities and Hebrew credentials of Amitz to start the relationship journey with him. Then a question was posed in um, last week's lesson. And the question, who has these qualities at first glance to embark on this journey? If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. Who has these qualities? And, and, and so um, um, what does it mean if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me? What does it mean? So I took children of God to the teaching of the cross to reply to the answer. The meaning of the cross is first. Yes, to reply to the answer, you have to go back to the cross, the meaning of the cross. So the meaning of the cross is the breaking of the outer man. I repeat, the meaning of the cross is first, the breaking of the outer man. So if you uh, or I um, desire to follow Jesus, um, uh, the, the, we have to first deny ourselves that he asked and this denial um, is the Hebrew word amitz and um, and, um, and the meaning of the cross um, is the breaking of our outer man so the cross puts the outer man to death and breaks open its shell what do I mean um, what do you mean pastor Sandra the cross needs to go through and destroy everything of our outer man. Pastor Sandra, what is everything of the outer man? The outer man is our soul. And our soul comprises our will, our intellect, and our emotions. And we use these credentials, our will, our intellect, and our emotions to touch, communicate, and action everything with the outside realm or with the world. Yes, so we use 
our intellect, our will, and our emotions to action everything with the outside realm or the world, our will, our intellect, and our emotions. So these three has been on the rampage all our lives, for, uh, and, and, and for all our life. Um, what do I mean by that? It means that um, our will, our intellect, and our emotions, they tell us what to do, and we do it. They tell us where to go. They tell us what we must do and what we must say, and we do them. They dictate to us what we ought to do, where we must go, and when we must go. And children of God, this is the reason why I have been sent um, by the Holy Ghost to teach this. Um, 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 our ministry will not grow and we will not touch lives if these three are running things for us. So I am sent by God to tell you that their advice, advice from the soul, their advice is not reliable. Advice from the soul is not trustworthy. We cannot rely on them anymore. Because why? One day I might feel like doing this. The other day I might not feel like doing this. One day I might feel like reading the Bible. The other day I might not feel like reading the Bible. One day I might feel like praying. The other day, in a couple of minutes, I might not feel like praying. So um, our soul or anything comes from the soul is not trustworthy. We cannot rely on them anymore. Who are they again? Our will, our intellect, our intelligence, um, our degree, our PhD, uh, etc., our emotions cannot be trusted in matters of spirituality. Spirituality. So this is where I come in, children of God. I am here to announce to you that they are the ones that are getting us in trouble with God and they need to go. For example, if God tells you to wait, um, I don't know about you, but I am, I am an example of this. When, when God, uh, perhaps not now, but um, and, and, and still I'm not going to vouch, you know, some, God tells you to wait, your mind is telling you something else. Your mind is telling you don't wait, he's, he's taking too long. And instead of waiting on God, we, we, we will go ahead and, did, and, do, and do it. And, and, um, and um, sometimes when, when, when children of God go ahead and do it, it, it almost wipes you out. Had it not been for the grace of God, your mind says, go and do it. Your mind says, set up that business and you do it. That was a soul decision. And that decision did not come from your spirit. Your soul will get you in trouble and cause you to lose your life and spirituality. It will cause you pain and will bankrupt you. And so the soul has been on the rampage um, like this for too long and needs to be destroyed. The soul needs to be taken to the cross. And this is where I come in again, children of God. We are not 
made to bear burdens. Yes, the Holy Spirit said I should tell you, we are not made to bear burdens and carry heavy loads and, and, and problems and pains. Our bodies cannot take it. Someone has to become that for us. And that someone, his name is Jesus. He paid the price for our ransom. He shed his blood for us so that we could be called the righteousness of God. Psalm 55 verse 22 says, Jesus said, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Amen. So what is the problem? The problem is that our poor spirit, our inner man, cannot get to function. Our spirit man cannot get the chance to action the will of God in our lives because the soul which comprises our will, intelligence, and emotion locks it up in prison. Amen. I, I, last week I told you that man is three parts. He first has a spirit, a soul, and a body. Spirit, soul, and body. The spirit part of man is born again. And that part is the part that communicates with God. So the spirit part is born again. And it needs to grow and become who God has ordained you and I to become. He needs to fulfill our God-given purpose. But the soul is not born again, children of God. The soul needs to bring itself into subjection with our spirit and humble itself to the will of God. How does it work? How does it do that, Pastor Sandra? John 6.63. The John 6.63 declare, It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So your spirit man need to hear the word of God, children of God. So the soul needs to hear the word of God. And hearing the word of God, the soul will cause an increase in your faith. And the Bible said, um, faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. So your faith will grow. Faith will cause a change. Apostle John let us know it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Further to this, the Bible said faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. So for change to come about, the soul needs to hear the word of God. Hear the word of God that comes from our spirit and changes will come. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. The soul will gradually come into formation, come into form and sit itself down on the burner of your spirit and allow your spirit to minister and do the dictates according to the will of God. So our born again spirit has been protesting all our life to the soul let me out. Let me out. So Holy Ghost has sent me to tell the soul realm to let you go. Let, it, let, let the spirit go. Because your spirit need to do the dictates. Your spirit need 
to go before you. Your spirit need to rule. Your spirit need to preach. Your spirit need to pray. Children of God, not intelligent, not PhD. Your spirit man needs to do that work. Your spirit, who is your spirit? Is sometimes it's your instinct. He is the little voice that you and I frequently state. If I had just listened to that little voice, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't phone him. I wouldn't phone her. I would keep my mouth shut. Have you, have you ever done that? If I had just listened to that little voice, I wouldn't have said anything when I go into that meeting. I wouldn't have said anything to my son or my daughter. I would have, wouldn't have said anything to my wife. I wouldn't have said anything to my husband. I would just pray for him or pray for her. I wouldn't have made that phone call to mess things up. I wouldn't have done it. So your spirit, he is the one that is protesting in prison. And I've come to announce to you to let him out of prison. So you and I can become and get on with the calling of God for our lives. He's called the spirit man. He's called the inner man. Let the spirit man reveal what God has purposed you to do and plan for your life. He cannot work with the soul. It's confusion. You can't hear from your spirit man when the soul is making the dictates. When, the soul, when everything you're doing is coming from the soul. So the meaning of the cross is the destruction and goring of our methods. Destruction of our man-made wisdom that is built by our emotions, our will and intellect, our self-love and everything that is man-made. Once the outer man or the shell is destroyed, the spirit man is able to function and clear the way before us. Clear the way before us means move the debris and that comprises the soul the, the, and the will and the emotions and the intellect out of the way. Move the collections that it harbors that are stacked up over the years out of the way. What are they? They are bitterness, they are grudges, strife, pain, hurt, sickness, disease, exploitation, manipulation. Physically and verbal abuse, abandonment, rejection. Um, children of God, I'm not saying genuinely that you're not hurt by all these atrocities. But hearing the word of God will heal you, will deliver you, will save your soul. So once our Ottoman also called the shell is broken by the word of God. By hearing the word of God. Yeah, there is healing in the word of God. To heal your soul. Amen. The way will be clear for effective ministry. It releases the inner man to come out. To live his life and fulfill the purpose. That God predestined for you and I. Even before the foundation of the earth. As I shared with children of God in last week's lesson. When the inner man is released, it becomes easy to release our spirit. And I'm going to stop here for today. So next week, I will come to close the teaching on Stauros. Stauros is the Greek part of the cross that only Jesus can bear for us.
So, and only Jesus can carry. And only Jesus can drink the cup. And only Jesus can drink the cup of death. So, Holy Father, righteous Father God, we thank you for this prophetic teaching and inspiration that you have sent on the inner man or our spirit man to your children. I pray as your children listens, it will serve as a master key to release their spirit man, to take lead and to lead them in all truth into serving you. Lead children of God into all truth, Papa God. Let your word, your word said, we will know the truth and the truth will we know will make us free. We pray, Holy Spirit, that your children will surrender to your lead, making Jesus their way, truth, and life. Let them know they, are ne- they will never regret making you, Jesus, as their Lord and Savior of their life. Of their life. In Jesus' name. God bless you. And we'll see you next time. Amen. God bless.